Hi guys, you're welcome to another episode of my podcast and if you're listening to this for the first time, my name is Adipolu and this is a Sweet Generous Podcast. So, I want to sincerely apologize for not recording an episode in the previous weeks. I was very busy with some inexplicable work, but I'm here now and thank you for listening if you're doing this right now. Okay, so today I'm very excited to inform you that my podcast, the Sweet Generation Podcast, is now available on iTunes Store for Apple users and of course on other major podcasting platforms, thanks to Anchor. Okay, so guys, today I have on board two of my friends, Steven and Kemi, with whom I'll be discussing sexual assault. Yeah, you heard it right. Sexual assault. So take your time to listen, learn, and enjoy. Good morning. Good morning. How are Hello. you guys doing? I'm fine, thank you. How are you too? Fine. Steven, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm fine. It's really nice to have you guys on here. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, nice to have you too. Um, so guys, um, the purpose of our discussion is of sexual assault which will um, encapsulate both the violence acts and so is it the victim's fault or the perpetrators so I'm going to start by saying by saying that the society agrees all the time that it is the victim's fault so my first question to you this morning is if you were to interview a sexual assault survivor what questions would you ask well, I would like um, to start with Steven asking interviewing a, a sexual assault survivor well there are just a few sexual assault survivor and those few questions would be okay um what exactly was like describe your experience that is one then what traumas like what effects do those experiences actually give to you? Like, what effects do you get from those experiences? You understand? Then, when the person is able to explain those two things, okay. then you can tell what the person is actually going through. The trauma and every other thing. So, every other question actually depends on those two questions. Okay. Um, All right. Kemi, okay. what about you? I want to have... Okay. If you okay, were to have a sexual assault, so at this point, yeah. I think it's no longer with gender based alone. So what I'm going to ask you or she is, because I feel definitely the trauma is going to be there. Thank so you. So what I'll ask is, how can I help you, you understand? Like, to just believe you, because mm-hmm. the trauma will always be there. Asking whether there's a trauma or not. That's not even the question. Okay. So I think the first conversation to have with this person okay. is how do you feel? How can we make you feel better? You get my point? Like understand how can you how can hmm. we like just I know it's not hmm. it cannot be taken away totally, but how can we relieve you of this experience? So I feel that's what I'm going to like ask the person first. Okay. 
Thank you guys. So what intervention are you going to make? After getting to hear this person's story, after this person um answers your questions, um, how I'll, do you think you can intervene? Personally can how do you think you can help the person? If 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 there's any way um the person feels um I can help to relieve that situation, I'll try my best. It might be um true, I don't know, maybe just you know some people they just need people to talk to, mm-hmm. it could be just um a therapy of talking to them. And just it, yeah, psychotherapy, it just maybe um just exactly. Issue of affection, yeah, it's understand. Just anything that is kind of language, love language for that person. I think that's what I would personally do mm-hmm. to relieve that person of that experience, to make him more happy. Better. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, that's very nice. So far from Even what Demi has said, well, those are nice steps to take but I feel asking the person how can I help may not really be a question to ask at that point because okay. may not be, really be a question to ask Sorry, said, that person. You understand? Because the person the person is okay, actually, uh, in a in a traumatic state and he may not really even know what he or she wants okay. at that point. Yeah, you understand. So it it is it is left to you to actually understand yeah. from circumstances, from um, interactions with the person to understand that okay, fine, this is who this person is, and these are things I can actually do to make this person feel better. Yes. Mm. Okay. 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 Now, when a girl, a lady, or a woman, okay, is telling a story of sexual assault, now it is very common to find men taking a defensive stand. Why? Because they feel they are being personally attacked. But now the thing is, it is very important for us to recognize that these discussions are not attacks on men, but on the perpetrators. Yeah, and that the society should not allow this behavior to manifest and persist, if you get my point. But we also need to recognize the fact that um, because women are disproportionately affected by sexual violence, it does not deny the fact that it, um, it happens to men and boys. For example, there was, this, um, there was this issue that was all over the news last year about this biology teacher that was raped by nine secondary school, nine SS3 girls, and it was in a coma, like almost in a vegetative state for months. It was all over the news and it was somehow funny because people were like, ah, some some guys were even saying something like he enjoyed, like nine girls slept with him. Now the thing is, we are trying to overlook the fact that they raped him to a state of coma, not slept with him. So yes, I feel men and boys are also, they can also be victims of sexual assaults. But then my question to the two of is, why do you think the stigma and the shame for men survivors are things that um, we I'll often do not hear. I feel for um, the guys, the reason why we don't really hear about theirs is, you know, guys now, most of them, especially those of um, a certain age, I'm not talking about children right now, agree with me, like as you're an adolescent or an, even a, maybe an adult, okay. they tend to have this kind of thing called pride. Just like you said, he said when um, they were talking okay. about the biology teacher, most people were actually making jest of him because most people feel like this society will feel um, the male gender and not 
um, a target for rape. You understand my point? So because of that, uh, there's this kind of pride that comes with uh, how can I say I was raped as a mm. guy? Yes. So I feel ego. to like cover ego, the- not pride. Because of pride, hmm. ego. Yeah, okay, let's call it ego. They tend to cover that aspect hmm. of their life ego. because they feel if they say it out loud, they might be mocked. Um, sorry, I, I just want to share a very short story. There was this guy in my church then. We were having these conversations, and it like so it was a huge conversation. And he said he was a victim of rape. Okay. And then and there, everybody started laughing. Do you get my point? It was so funny because I didn't. Uh, everybody was just laughing. Like, ah, you and the guy is this kind of um huge hefty <laughs> kind of guy. They're imagine. like, you who raped you? So because of that kind of ego, you understand for guys. So I think that's one thing that makes them want to like hide that <laughs> stigma, not like. Just they'll just take it off. They won't want to like show it because of that ego that they have as guys. It has that. Hmm. Well, um according right, to Stephen, stats, what do you think? People male or female, people who okay. are victims of sexual assault, rape, beats, rape, beats, any other sexual uh-huh, Okay. the are often not likely okay. to report or they are often not likely to say it you understand and reason being that they feel they feel they will not be believed you understand okay. that is one the other part is the part of yeah. ego just yeah. like we said the part of ego the part of self-image and all so many times a male mm-hmm. a male would actually look at that part and feel well i am i am a guy what would people say yeah people would actually feel uh, just like okay there. yes i feel um just like saying um optimization and vulnerability does not sit well with the society's idea of being a man so when you come out to say that exactly. they will be like you're a man no it can't happen to you no you're a, that kind of thing like society already asked for the definition and yes exactly. attitude then that lastly have, something i would like say that. even the law itself even the law itself that hmm. you know that governs the society when you look at the definition of rape you would see it is not balanced i don't know if okay. you understand what i'm talking about when when you when you mm. look at that area, it yes, says yes, I totally do. Penetration, you understand, and it doesn't that. Yes, it it does not actually uh, define oh, okay, it from that... the you know the perspective of the male. You understand, only it's only looking That's at it from it. the part of the female, mm-hmm. and you know, yes. so many of these things like this will not actually make it or will make it look less realistic that even the male gender can be with. Okay, now, the thing is, I think um, the society needs to make it like a priority message to that men should be comfortable speaking out about their experiences of sexual violence. Okay, now, can I also share a short um, example too with you guys? So, was it two or three days ago? It was this week when the old rape sexual assault um, trend was going on on social media for the injustice of the two girls that were victims. So, 
so glued to my Instagram, reading comments and stuffing virtually every day because it was mentally exhausting, but I didn't want to let go. So then I started to notice that some guys started to come out to me about their experience of being raped and having been sexually violated. So there was a particular post I read and then I went on to read the commentaries. This guy was talking about being um, sexually harassed and finally assaulted and then blackmailed again. A guy by his toe, it was by his male friend. So this one is an unnatural offense. Okay, so I went on to read the comments and then I saw fellow men saying, why is it, why would he be saying this kind of thing? Why is he trying to act like a, like a woman? You get my point? Like, Women that are supposed to come out and say they were raped. It was not supposed to. And I was thinking about I was like, what the hell? What's this? I think society should also make men comfortable to be able to speak out about visual parts. But I'd like to ask a question. Honestly, why is the crime rate okay, against um, women? I feel these issues, honestly, by these issues have been around for since like forever. They've always been around, but I feel just um the whole lockdown is understand is what is making this mm. thing like come out more right now because okay there's um people at home right now people have time for their phone and everything but these issues have always been around like for like since forever you get my point but I feel it's just the situation that the country is right now the situation that the world is that's why um attention is being drawn yes. to these issues but these issues have been around for the longest of time. Do you feel the same, Stephen? Well, um, as for this, Stephen, um, do you feel the same? Particular issue, I feel just like Emmy said. These issues have been around, and they will still be around. It 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 will not it will not go because even if you mm-hmm. go down to the to the you know to the Biblical times, and there were cases of rape, and even in the Bible, you understand? Yes. Then, um, when it comes to mm, that's true. the the crime rate against women, ladies increasing. Well, I would say that's because um, crimes against the male gender is not often as um as recognized as that's yeah. the female you understand i had a feel oh is a guy can defend himself ah, is not a guy something mm. like that but the society feels the female gender is the weaker gender that's what the society feels so if there's any evil done to a woman mm. a female the society generally frowns at it you understand mm. And it's just like it's just like having having a a, a man mm-hmm. beat up a lady. Definitely, you can have like even ten other men who would be mm-hmm. willing to actually beat up that person who who maltreated that lady. You understand? But it is not the same with Sunny. the female mm-hmm. gender. Yes. You can see a. You can see a, a sports lady who is well trained mm. in maybe karate or something beat up a guy and the only thing you just see people do is they will just laugh that he's a weakling or something you understand but it's not the same so 
definitely everything that revolves yes. a lot around um, the female gender it draws more attention than that of the male gender so that is just that's just the difference there are a whole lot of things that mm. go on reported when it comes to the male gender but when it comes to the female gender trends yes. Hmm. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Um. We know that. Um. Okay. If, in case you don't know, sexual assault has been regarded to be the most traumatic form of violence. And I can bluntly say that this is because it is usually taken usually taken for granted. So I mean, um, sexual assault is a life-altering event, like we know, and many survivors they on, end up relapsing into depression low self-esteem and some people even have difficulty with intimacy so sometimes for the rest of their life this effect you know this effect makes makes them relapse into some kind of mental state that i really do not know what to target as but now my question is since the effects of such violence can last a lifetime okay. what do you um, think we should do okay. to help the mental recovery uh, of such let me person? do for something um, I feel in this part of the country, we don't really talk. That's our problem. You get, you feel therapies for the white people and for the rich. Yeah, but in reality, therapy is for everybody. Everyone yes, and for the rich. traumatic experience or the other needs therapy. So, and one thing is, this guy is already there. It cannot be taken away. But I think there are ways that you can actually go about and go about like covering the scar and reducing mm-hmm. like the effect of the scar so i feel one way is therapy honestly talking to someone because i, I don't really we don't really talk that much in this country even our parents don't really talk that much or just feel you're fine wherever you are i feel talking yeah i feel, I feel talking is one way of actually sharing the experience for someone else um, for the victim just talk to therapist or a loved one just talk to someone and Hopefully, it's a person that will be able to help you on you understand what to go on, what to do. Hopefully, it's a very person that will be able to help you. So that's just it. Talking, I think. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Um, Talking can be a preferable solution. Well, another thing is knowing who to talk to. Yes, knowing who to talk to. to you can't just to. talk to anyone. You can't just talk to anyone. They, they have, yes, there have been issues of, you know, sexual assaults that happened and while maybe the person tried to talk to someone, the same thing occurred again or even something worse. Exactly. Or the person gets shown. Or the person gets shown. Now, um, I'm sorry to cut your shots. For instance, we get to hear many cases of, for instance, if you remember the chaotic childhood experiences that we did one of the previous episodes, and some people shared their chaotic childhood experience, and most of them revolved around sexual abuse during their childhood. Now, if you noticed from those stories, most people that end up having um, this interpersonal sexual violence, I mean, having um, 
being sexually assaulted by somebody close, probably a family member or something like that, and then they try to talk to their parents or probably discuss it with another family member, most times they get shunned. Now, in such a situation, yeah. we feel our most times we feel our family should be the first person we should approach and talk to. We feel we should be able to find more solace with them. Yes, but oftentimes they are the wrong set of people to talk to. Do you agree with me? So I don't I don't think absolutely that it's really about just talking. But like Stephen has said, I think it's about knowing who to talk to. But then Stephen, how do we even know who to talk to well, in uh, such a traumatic state? This how is do we? one of the roles uh religious organizations should have actually fitted into well. But in the case whereby even the religious organizations mm. are even having some of these things, some of some reported cases of you know sexual assault and all, then that actually moves the attention to professional yeah. bodies. When I when I say professional bodies, we have therapists, okay. certified therapists who who you know are actually good in this field. Do you understand? Yeah. Uh, there, are, there are things like True. that. I think okay. there's a country like that in... Mm-hmm. There's a country like I can't remember now, but there's a country like that. I was making one research, then then I realized that they actually have a, a toll-free line where you can call in and talk to someone about these things. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Talk to someone. It's just a therapist. Okay. Even online, we have um, free counseling websites where you might not get to meet your counselor in person and your counselor might even be in your country. Exactly. But they offer free counselling therapies and everything. In a civilised country where, you know, most of these things have actually been taken into consideration, these things will be provided for where you know that you can no longer trust the religious system, you can no longer trust family members, you can no longer trust... You know, people are around. Hmm. You don't know who to trust, and definitely less. You don't know who to trust. Things like um, the virtual therapy and you know stuff like that. It's really gonna go a long way. Yes. Yes. I was about to say that, but I think virtual therapy is going to go a long way because one, you don't know who is who. Your counselor does not know his. Um, what do they call them? The patient. And the patient doesn't know the counselor. And I feel sometimes we feel we can keep out our heart as a stranger. Sometimes a stranger that probably does not know our backgrounds, does not know our family. Like, but we feel safer with the person. Okay. Now, now that we know that we can never completely protect ourselves, what do you guys think we can do to help reduce the risk of being victims ourselves? So now, because for instance, we are talking about these people that are victims, survivors, and who knows? Not mm-hmm. anything can happen, but God's great, God's um, God's grace to continue to keep all of us. But anything can happen. What do you think? What do you think? Mm, oh, okay. You read. Um, I feel now we are talking about um, ourselves. Or, or kids, because I feel kids are not security conscious. They they just live their lives as kids because they are kids. I feel that's a place of um, where the parents come in. That's a place where the parents come in. I feel parents should be very, very, very vigilant. Don't just allow mm-hmm. anybody around your kids, even if it's a family member in court. 
even if it's a family member, you understand, you should not really allow, you should be very, very conscious of who your kids are with at any mm-hmm. moment. I feel as um for kids, parent, their parents should be like the main source of security for them. They should actually try to shield them when they're around and there's nothing like I feel there's nothing bad in talking to your child about um the consequences of rape and what rape is. As far as that I can understand, you get my point. So I feel parents should try to talk to their kids on yeah. for kids that don't really understand the whole thing. You try to talk, okay, if this uncle is calling, you don't go. If you understand, you should always try to just make them just to like have a consciousness of what this thing is. So I feel for kids, their parents should be their biggest security. Okay. Well, um, mm. just like mm. said, just like Emmy rightly said, that is one way actually. And um, I feel the family as an agent of socialization okay. has a lot to do in educating these young ones, especially mm. these young ones. The family has a lot to do. Now, if both the family, the religious organization, the institutions, the school, if everybody around can raise awareness concerning every of these things, you would actually see that everyone should be involved. You would see that Mm. these things would be very minimal. They will be minimal. And another thing I feel is um, the governments may not be enough. You understand the government the government may not be doing enough to in this, in this instance in this issue because i think there was a time um there was mm. time this um underage marriage came out and all and you could see that even politicians were you know in those kind we're of things exactly even politicians were if people at such level could actually be against those things, then definitely things like this may not go too far. Yeah. May not go too mm. far, yes. May not really go too far. Hmm. So now what do you what do you think that we we can do as young persons? I, I mean, okay, let's just leave them out of it. Now this is about oath. As young, young persons, what do you think we can do to reduce this sexual assault to make sure that it is not a reality for okay, I other feel, young people? So many um, young we people always try to be security know? conscious of where we are. Um, we should always, I feel okay, as a lady, you should not walk at some okay. hours that are not really godly. You get my point? Because, um, at the end of the day, yeah. um, you happen to walk at these hours and you have some of these guys around. All right. Things like that tend to happen. So I feel as ladies, because we are more of the like um the more of the attack mm-hmm. um gender, like uh, rape is yeah, we are more of the attack gender. So I feel we should be very we should be security conscious, you should be very yes. like very conscious of your surroundings, where you are, conscious of the people that they are just try to be very conscious. Okay. I think that's just one way to um you understand, prepare yourself for that, just be very conscious. Okay, um, but I still feel, I don't I still do not feel like you've answered my question. I I asked that what can we do as young persons, young persons, to prevent okay, um, this this atrocity from happening to other young people. 
what would you do to prevent for the young people in your community okay, or in your, your family, part, younger I siblings, cousins? Being security conscious is actually one. Then two, I feel you should not um, look at things as if this is not my business, it's not my concern. If yes. you happen to any child, because I think that I see some children in just some kind of um, discomforting okay. situations, like I th- you understand, you get my point. Like that, the environment they will be just guys around them, and just be like, how is this child doing here? So I, I feel uh, we should not make this mm-hmm. thing. It is not my business because honestly, this um, I feel maybe with time it will have like the whole um, level of rape will have reduced. But I feel for now this is definitely going to be around. These evil people are still, you understand, they're still living. Yeah, it's still here, so they might this thing might still go around for a while. So I feel uh, we should not feel like okay, this is not my business. Whenever you see anyone in a compromising situation, I feel there are hotlines now for um these police hotlines that you can call if you so I feel if you see anyone around, you should just try to like make a move. You get my point. You should try to just um come into that situation if you can and if you can ask for help. I feel because mostly these things should come from our government. You understand there should be a lot of protection from our government but if they are not offering these protections i feel this is one thing we ourselves can do just to like ease the situation try to be your brother's keeper i think yes we should try to be our brother's keeper we should be vigilant we should try to reach out to conscious of your environment we should try to um be sensitive i think Yes, because some people do not talk about yeah. what they are going through. But if you are quite sensitive, you'll be able to know that this person is emotionally distressed. Like kids that have been sexually abused for years, but their parents do not even notice. Just like my aunt used to say something that if you notice a female child that doesn't like staying with a particular man or person, there's something to there's something you need to know or observe about that because you, you understand. But some people still say, hey, Good job, is your yeah. uncle good? Something like that you don't know. And the kid must have, my probably have been threatened, you know? Things happen. Things happen. So I think we should also be sensitive. And to me, I feel we should try to sensitize younger people around us as much as possible. As much as possible. Even if it's the fact of giving younger cousins, younger siblings, coffee or time, no, things not to do with the opposite sex. At least for the main time, too, they are able to take a stand themselves. And I think these things should be should be taken seriously, too. The media should help. What I'm saying the media this time around, I'm not talking about social media, and it's not everybody that has access to social media. The young girl that was shot under the bridge probably does not have access to social media. The young girl that was raped by so and so probably does not have access to social media. So I think the media in this uh, at this yeah. point, the media I'm trying to talk about is probably the local radios and whatever. They should try to host shows or probably I don't know anything that could yeah, get so the people at grassroots yeah, to make them informed, not just but continuously. You understand? Yeah. So I. Think, uh, well, um, yes, I, yeah, yes, I think yes. Even with so, everything Stephen, that's been said, everything we actually proposed, it's actually nice. But there's this way I feel we can actually do more. Now, there was a day I was seeing 
I was seeing something on DSTV and I saw a particular okay. um, animation, a, a particular animation that was teaching kids. It's in. It was a form of a cartoon. It was actually teaching kids how to how to brush and how not to waste water. Mm-hmm. How when you when you leave the tap on while you are brushing, okay. it actually drains the water for the fishes okay. to you know that the, the fishes will die once the water drains off. The fishes will die. Something like that. Now, what actually came to my mind was that. Wow, that that was actually a funny one. You understand? But as little as that message was, it would actually go a long way in teaching that child what to do. Uh-huh. You understand? Yes. Yes. So if there are such such things, such. Hmm. That's true. Yes. Exactly. Most kids often tend to learn from what they see, especially on the TV these days. Yeah, that's one other one other way the media can actually help. That's another very effective way, especially when this when these kids learn these things at this very tender age. Mm. Believe you me, they will not forget even exactly. They won't forget these lessons even when. See when they are old, so it's actually they will not condone a nice it. way. The media is something good. And uh, also, I feel aside um, the fact, uh, aside um, related to kids alone, I feel parents, whether you're a young person, you're an adolescent, um, a child. As long as you still have access to your parents, you still talk to them, you still live with them, and something like that. I feel parents should take this matter yes. seriously, and not for the sake of victimization and stigma, try to always sweep it under the carpet. You know, because some people feel like ah, to save our face from the public, don't let us wash our dirty linen in the public. Oh, just keep shots. And it happens to many of our young people all over the world. Just, just can come, just forget it. So something like that. I feel when these things happen, just forget yeah. about the fact that don't think of the perpetrator. Yeah. Like, what if this person goes on to do it to another person, or this person comes back to treat that same person? Because over over time, I've been able, I've been able to realize that most perpetrators, when they find out, especially if they are interpersonal perpetrators, yeah. family members, and they find out that this person has not spoken out, or other people know about it, and they do not do anything, about it, they keep coming back. Because there's nothing you can do about it. Because you're trying to save face, you're trying to avoid stigma. So I think the parents should take kids seriously and try to, you know, yeah. anything the child says, exactly. try to investigate uh, and stand uh, by your child, uh, whether the victim is at fault or not. Another thing I feel is if, if you've been sexually assaulted, and, okay. and you were not speaking up about it, well, you are sending the wrong message to, you know, your. Okay. To the perpetrator, you actually you're probably telling him that him yes. or her that you actually loved what he did. You understand? Yes. yes, people can interpret a lot of things to mean different things, but actually that is mm. what it will seem to that perpetrator that oh, mm. I really enjoyed or I really like what you did. You understand? But if you are actually able to speak out, if you are actually able to, you know, do something 
I just able to take that bold step yes. to make sure that sin doesn't repeat itself with you or with others. And definitely, that's another way to go. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's, that's true. That's true. Okay, so um, lest I forget, I've been wanting to bring up this issue. This issue of um, your dressing attracts the perpetrator. Please, you can actually say something about it. Because every time I hear that stuff, it kind of makes me boil. Like, why do people say, oh, because most of most of the times, like most of the times when you is, when you make people interviewing um this um survivors, this sexual assault survivor, you tend to hear things like, What were you wearing? I'm like, pay for it. Have you not seen people that are fully dressed? I mean people that are fully dressed and are sexually assaulted. Okay, for instance now, if you live in Lagos or you probably like to go along all these paths where you see all these um all these courage people and okay, always fully dressed i mean fully dressed i mean you also what i'm trying to say came when i say fully dressed and these guys still taught you like taught you and like they taught you with such boldness like you can't do anything so now try to imagine if that kind of person meets you in the dark place or in a lonely part and you're still fully dressed something they do in the broad daylight where people are and they don't get rebuked so what do you think about the fact that people are always it's saying it's never dressing, 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 in any case of honestly, me, like it's that never the sport. And yes. I feel the case of Jess is, to me, is more pointless. How can you say you raped someone because of how he or she was dressed? Okay, okay let's take kids, for instance. What do kids wear? You get my point? They're not fully developed, they're not fully matured, and still yet, people still rape them. What kind of excuse do you make for that kind of situation? If you are making an, you get my point. If you are making an exercise, what's or whatever? What if okay, a child? What is a child wearing? So a point of dressing or no dressing is actually not exactly. I don't know only my fault. There's not. I understand. How about kids that get raped by their school exactly. teacher? What will, talk, what, will, what will you see about that kind of situation? What kind, what kind of talk can you talk to see about that situation? You get my point. So it's never about dressing. It's never about dressing. It is the um the what was it called the yeah. suspect or whatever you call them. It's that person's fault. It's never the perpetrator. It's never the victim's fault because you can't see because. I feel we, we all have the right to our bodies. Yeah, I hope you know that we all have the right to our bodies. You can, to your body, you can wear whatever you want to wear, but that should not be an excuse for rape. It is never an excuse for rape. Dressing is as an excuse for rape is so pointless. It is pointless. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, in as much as um, Kemi mm. feels, Stephen, what do you think? Dressing is. Uh, dressing as an excuse is pointless well you may not be looking at it from the aspect that this perpetrator might not have actually be drawn by the dressing of the person in question that's the victim he might have you know gotten into whatever um whatever you know that happened mm-hmm. to him or something through me looking at maybe the tv screen or something so it is not 
majorly or it should not be narrowed down to the dressing of the victim just the victim alone mm. you understand that is also or that will also be a part of it but if you can actually look at this person that is where i would always say the media is not actually helping you know so many of these things the media is not helping because you would find a lot of things on the media you would find you know in music videos different things on social media different things and all even the laws that are meant to you know regulate these things are not there now if a if a perpetrator actually you know fits his eyes or his emotions with you know the 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 half naked dressing on the tv screen and he's now looking for somewhere to actually do whatever he wants to do definitely he will not he may not even consider the dressing of the victim so it is not solely the dressing of that victim that actually made him commit that crime it is what he has been hmm. feeding himself with even before that time do you understand so it's 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 mm-hmm. exactly exactly so it is yes, not just out, centered out this wild imagination and then you have suddenly no, found the bridge it should not be that there are a whole lot of things around they also they are also pertaining to dressing but it may not be directly from the victim yeah wow 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 this was insightful thank you so much thank you guys so much i had a wonderful time with you guys on this episode thank you so much and to all my amazing listeners i hope as always i pull up her mother's eyes she be trophy daughter mommy raised her daddy never dropped the dollar daddy ran away didn't want to have a child Mommy wasn't ready still remember how she cried but time flies all I want is in the past life shalati my show but but body to the large size she just collect lot degree for unit lack first class in the back make a mommy to the brag she went to be an intern for her uncle just a little hustle before she go to law school my daughter the lord will be your mercy I'm a Jesus mommy know she love the gospel but uncle Peter by ya I like me to you one late night became wild in the sitting room Uncle, please stop. Shh, be silent. Uncle, then stop till he broke the hymen. Am I fool? She had don't go astray. Am I a victim of my circumstance? I'm a Lua Bitty Bossa Waye. And now I'm feeling like I don't lost my way. Am I a fool? She had don't go astray. Am I a victim of my circumstance? I'm a Lua Bitty Bossa Waye. And now I'm feeling like I don't lost my way. I'll be child of the world.